hesitation Got me going crazy Keep it moving, I'm tuned in to True North Racing The podcast that you need if you got the need for speed John Morrison interviewing guests in the industry Short track, stock car racing Gotta get it hyped, Saturday night under the lights Hear the engine rooming by Smell the gas and feel the vibe Going into overdrive Drop the flag, then the car zooming by Hey, True North Racing, let's go Welcome back to another episode of the True North Racing Podcast presented by Jomo Media Promotions. I'm your host, John Morrison. Alongside me is Megan Mitchell. Megan, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you, John? Uh, you know, it was a, it was, I'm doing pretty good. Just came back from uh, driving the kids home. It was, a, it was an interesting drive. That, that's, uh, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I almost didn't make it back in time. I'm just, I, if, I, if I stayed where I was going, I, would, I wouldn't have uh, made it back in time. So... <laughs> Luckily, it uh, changed changed my course and was able to get back uh, just a little after eight o'clock to and uh, to start getting herself set up to to do the show tonight. That's still all right. Yeah, how's uh how's your week? What'd you That's get good. up to? My week, I just worked all week. Yeah, so. that's all right. Weekend was better, but how's your week? Uh, depends on which day yeah uh work was crazy this week it's pulling tarps and, and we got we have we have a bunch of guys coming in right now and, and we're just getting tarps and stuff being thrown out of stuff right and center so it's been a long week but mm-hmm. uh what'd you get up to on the weekend that made it fun um now you got me thinking oh <laughs> totally well, you said your weekend was like better Sunday. so i mean you had to something <laughs> had to I'm, happen just because it wasn't like i wasn't at work all day so that's good. No, it was like it really nice weather this weekend. I didn't go to any tracks this weekend. Instead, actually, we stayed and we worked on our own car. I week, saw that. That was good to get some little bit of work done. Um, what else do we do? Parents came over on Saturday to play some pool and just hang out. So that was fun. And then today, same thing. Worked nice. on the car for a little. Well, today I just kind of watched. <laughs> did some other stuff I had to get done and had some dinner with my parents and my sister. So nice. Sounds like a really good weekend. Yeah. I mean, I was still kind of like sitting there on Saturday with race monitor watching <laughs> Flambrough because I, I can't be away from Flambrough. <laughs> it, it was weird. Cause I, I, there was times I was like, Oh, maybe I should check to see what's happening where and, and have a better idea. And then I'm like, you know what? No, like, when I'm away from the track, I need to be, I need to focus being away from the track, but there's still times I'm just like itching to like, okay, who finished where, who did what? <laughs> because you want to know, you want to, you want to see how, yeah. you know, racing is such a big family sport. We got to, we want, we're always, even though we're away from the track, we always want to be involved in everyone's life. So, <laughs> <laughs> but even like, not like we want to see how well they do. Like, you know, you kept an eye on Caitlin all weekend to see how, how her race was. Unfortunately, she ended up DNFing in the second feature, which sucks to hear. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully they figure out that motor issue. It, it's it's frustrating after a long offseason that we that we especially that we have in Canada mm-hmm. to essentially have two motors so far. I don't know if this, it was the same motor that they put back in after doing some work, but after doing some work to it or whatever, now they're they've done they've gone through two motors at this point essentially and you know I, I hope their luck turns around for them i do too because she's got a lot of potential behind her and when they get that figured out i think she's gonna be 
she's gonna get to go so absolutely i hope so for her how was your weekend what do you do uh man my weekend was i had my kids on the weekend so that i love my kids but that sideline sideline means from going to the track which is nothing wrong with that i'd rather spend time with my kids at the house than uh drag them to a track and walk around and act like they're not there kind of thing so mm-hmm. i I'd, I'd rather spend you know quality time with my kids over taking them to, over to something that i want to do um we just hung around the house we went uh actually uh, on the weekend we celebrated Jacqueline's grandma's 90th birthday so we all went out for breakfast uh-huh. yesterday so uh that was that was actually really good i had that oh oh that breakfast was so good we didn't eat lunch and i <laughs> and i ended up cooking like a fabulous dinner i so for some reason i'm getting really good at co- cooking pork chops on a smoker that's what i had for dinner tonight is it yeah <laughs> but for some reason like my, like even the day later, my, my pork chops were still juicy. That's so, good. Oh, yeah. So we're talking about like, hey, what else can we smoke? And I'm like, oh, and next week we're smoking turkey. So I'm excited about that to see how that turns out. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that in some point throughout there, because next week we actually have a really, really huge guest coming on. And I think you, I'm, I don't know if you've seen the list or not. <laughs> I don't remember the remember. lineup. I, I thought I, I had it, but I don't. <laughs> so I'm going to announce it right now. Next week. We have the Iron Man himself, Gary Elliott, joining us. Oh, right. So we have Gary Elliott joining us next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to talk. We're I, this this. I don't know if we're going to be able to stretch this out to a three-hour podcast or, or what we're going to have to do. But I'm going to try. We're going to try to fit in as much as possible. And you know, next year he's 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 got 50 years of racing under his belt. Uh, like 50 was it 50 years of Quaker State next year. I'm excited. You know, he's, he's got these, uh, 124 scale die cast coming out in October or sorry, um, next year. I already picked up myself a couple. I'm excited for them. I can't wait to see them. It's going to be, it's going to be such a great episode to find, to talk about him and, you know, seeing how racing has evolved from his beginnings 50, 50 plus years ago. It's Mm going to be a lot of fun to talk to him about that. It's going to be good. I'm excited for that one. Oh Yeah. Um, but some cool things that are happening in this week's of motorsports, the NASCAR Pinty series just started on the weekend. Did you catch any of the action or no? No. Did you see who won? Wait, which one is that? Where is that? The, the, it was at sunset, the Pinty's. I'm not going to lie. Like anymore. I have fell out with oh. what division is what, but like, I did see that Ray Morneau won and I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ray Morneau won a Delaware Speedway in on Friday night. Congratulations to Ray and their entire team. They have put in a lot of work over the offseason in the past couple of years. It's it's exciting to see that team uh thrive and, and hopefully I think there might be I don't know what kind of schedule they're running with the EPC stuff this year, but hopefully we see some uh Maybe we might see a full season out of him. I don't who knows, right? But it would be really mm-hmm. cool to see that. But that series gets underway this this coming weekend, I believe, up at sunset as well. Mm-hmm. But Trayton Lapsovich won the Pinty series on Saturday night. All oh, right. And what's really cool about that is that you had uh was it Ralphiello Sard finished second, Brandon Watson finished third. But we have Trayton Lapsovich and Brandon Watson, who are top-tier guys in our Terry Pro Mall division getting up to the pantry series and running competitively running up front 
it that's a move I love to see. Mm-hmm. We love that's to see our younger guys. Of. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, strive for that dream. You never know where it'll take you. Never you know, know. keep pushing, right? But I'm I'm excited to see how the APC goes this weekend. I think I think APC goes this weekend. I'm gonna have to I think is this I'm gonna feel like an idiot if they're not. I'm pretty sure it is the 21st. I I'm pretty positive too, or else I'm gonna feel like a real big idiot for bringing this up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like 99.9 percent. That's that's the same with me too. I'm just like, oh, like it's gotta be ready, like it's gotta be happening here soon. (laughs) But like my like point whatever percent like 0.1 percent yeah yeah i'm like very possible yes <laughs> I, I am correct so this saturday <laughs> may 21st up at sunset speedway the, the apc united late model series is happening that's gonna be that's gonna be a great race i love i love the track i want to get back out there again i'm thinking we got it we got to run over some things and make sure everything all sits up but there's a chance that jack and i'm actually going to sunset that day so right. On June, not not this Saturday, because obviously we got to be there for the CVS. I was gonna say, wait, hold on. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're we're looking to go to Sunset on June fourth. Okay. So the CVMs are off. That may be a day of double track. I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things we gotta see how finances are. We may go to Sobel for practice, and then leave early because we want to get some in-car footage, some out, some get some uh, Im- uh, videos and stuff of cars on track, and then head on down to Sunset and. Uh, enjoy some racing from the grandstand side because that try it, oh it's such a phenomenal place to watch racing and especially the multi-groove level there that they got it's yeah it, it helps with passing so much i'd love to try that out. well let's get the bone stock ready and let's go one weekend <laughs> make sure it's an off weekend for the cvms and i'll come join you guys and i'll crew for you guys definitely nice. that'd be fun i'm definitely planning on you know doing some traveling eventually so yeah maybe maybe not this year but we'll get there all right so next year let's plan for it <laughs> you're going on outlaw you're just run, run fine pick a night and just told, go racing somewhere i told someone i was going to apc late model racing next year so <laughs> <laughs> that ain't happening if any team owners are looking for a feisty <laughs> feisty driver contact megan mitchell one feature win under my belt you know <laughs> in what like five stars ready though? to go pro in like five Pardon? starts. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Still, that's still a pretty decent. It's a pretty decent, decent uh, race to win ratio there. Mm-hmm. But uh, humble about it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we're gonna slide on over to our last topic in our uh, in our segment here, and that is uh, last week we had part one of our uh, mental health month chat, and last week we had Kaylin Wallace. Uh, Talk to her about what mental health meant to her. And she obviously shared uh, some of her stories. So if you guys want to go back, that's episode 58. You guys can find it on all our, all the major podcasting platforms, including YouTube. So Megan, take it away. What, what does mental health mean to you and what, and tell us a little bit about your story. Um, I try not to like get emotional. Cause like last week, Kate made me cry, <laughs> but like uh, mental health means a lot to me. And um, Carson Nagy show, shared something today that I thought was just perfect. It nailed it. Um, he talked about, you know, people struggling in silence and 
you don't know who's struggling and what they're struggling with, but, you know, just to have somebody there to listen to you, you can't always save them. You can't always like fix what's going on, but just to be there and listen to them is huge. So to me, that's, that's a lot for, I don't know how I'm trying to word it. Um, but that was just, it was so accurate to me. Like growing up, I didn't really have many friends. I was kind of on my own. You know, once I went to high school, I, I literally had nobody grade nine. My sister was still in grade eight and I sat at my locker by myself. I didn't have anybody to talk to. I didn't have anyone to listen to me. So it was, it's hard. And I'm glad now that I do have people around that do like, at least sit and listen to me that will talk to me about things and give me just different perspectives. And it really helps. And that's a huge thing for mental health that I think everybody needs, everyone needs at least one person to be there and listen. And it's just mental health, mental health to me is it's, it comes in a lot of different forms. Like a lot of people think that it's always suicide, self-harm. And, you know, when I was in high school, my first job is that was when my mental health, like really declined. My cousin passed away at the age 11 when I was in grade nine or 10. And he was like my brother. It had an awful effect on me. And my, I'm not going to call anyone out, but my first job that I had, I had somebody tell me, you know, suck it up. You don't self-harm yourself. So it's not that bad. And I'm like, I might not. Yeah. It's, it's awful. I'm like, I might not physically take a blade to my skin, but like I self-harmed myself in other ways. It like, I I would sleep all day. I couldn't shower. I couldn't brush my teeth. I couldn't do daily things. And it ended up having a physical effect on me. And to me, that was a self-harm. Like, yeah. And some people don't get it. They don't think that that's what it is. And it is. And even now I've lost a lot of friends because of it, because not everybody understands. And, you know, another kind of self-harm, I guess, that I do is like, I shut myself in when I'm in a dark place. I, I don't talk to people. I don't talk to my friends. I stop talking to my family. I'm just, I make it worse for myself. And a lot of my friends don't see that. And they'll sit there and say, oh, Megan's a bad friend because she's, she doesn't talk to me anymore. She doesn't come out with me. And, you know, with my anxiety, I've never been able to go out places because I'm, I'm paranoid. I'm scared that if I go out somewhere like hours away, something's going to happen to my family. You know, someone's going to get in an accident and like, get seriously hurt or pass away or something. And I'm not going to be there. So I just, I, I can't, I can't get myself to leave places and it all comes back to my mental health and it's hard. And being a race car driver and dealing with it, like you hear a lot of ignorant comments about 
you shouldn't be behind the wheel of a car if you have anxiety. You shouldn't be behind the wheel if you have depression, if you have bipolar disorder, anything. Like, and it's not true. Like, and that's kind of where what my goal is. Like, my goal as a race car driver isn't even just this because it's what I've wanted to do my entire life. But growing up, I always said, I want to start something for motorsports that talks about mental health. So when I came across Lift the Visor, it was like, perfect. Like I was totally meant to cross paths with Jory and he, in a sort, saved my life because like, I'm not sure if I could have dealt with what I went through last year on the track without Lift the Visor, without words of, like not words of encouragement, but just like, just some of the things that I learned from him and from lift the visor and from the people who support it. And I mean, as a driver, it's, it's hard because there's a lot of emotions that come with racing. And a lot of people think that it's going to be sunshine and rainbows all the time. They think you're going to get out of a car and be just happy, which there are drivers who do that, but, and I, I aspire to be like that but with what I deal with I can't be and the amount of times that as a driver I've sat in the car with my helmet on and I've cried is just it's crazy and for me with what I've dealt with in life that's just what I want to do is just kind of open it up and let people know that it's not impossible to battle your mental health and still drive a race car and still be competitive like and I mean I'm not trying to pat myself on the back but like I feel like I really showed that last year like I ran up front quite a bit I got my first feature win and I've had drivers reach out to me and applaud me for it I've had drivers reach out and tell me that you know say to me you're the reason why I decided to get behind the wheel of a car and I've cried about it because I'm like that's my goal that's all I want to do is to show people that you know it's you can deal with these things and it's it's just something that I seriously want to help normalize in the like motorsport community and it, it was amazing last year to see how many people jumped on board genuinely with lift the visor, with speaking out about, about mental health. And it just, it felt really good to me. So it's like, it, I'm not sure, you know, it's just, it's a lot for me. Like I've dealt with it my entire life and I might not be like other people and other people might think that I'm not as bad they might think that you know looking at social medias and stuff like oh you know this person's life is perfect it's like "Mm, social media is a mask like and I mean we all lie like absolutely and it's like I've I've had a lot of people sit there and tell me you know stop posting about your win like people are sick and tired of seeing it and I'm like well to me, that's part of my coping. Yeah, I dealt with a lot of awful stuff last year. I'm not not gonna bring it up because 
it was last year. It's, it's... Trouble for it, and it's last year. Yeah, and yeah, I try to let it leave that go. Stuff in the past, right? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. To me, that that was part of my coping. Is just you know, I want to focus on the good things that happen. Yeah. I don't. The, the negative stuff to me can stay in the past. The positive stuff, I'm gonna carry it with me. And it goes for everything outside of racing. Like I do it for everything. I remember every good time that I had. It's kind of like when, when my cousin passed away, I try not to think about the bad times because there were bad times that we had. We got into, we were like siblings. We got into arguments. We got into physical altercations. Hey, that's like, going to happen. Yeah. But it's like, it's gone. Yeah. And I'm not going to carry on with it. Like, but I don't know. Mental health is huge to me. And that's, that's why I like represent that. Thanks. The aggressive Uh, dog returns. Yeah, really. He just sounds mean. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, that's why I represent the lift, the visor and that logo because to me that logo means it's a safe place like you see it on my helmet you see it on my car on my truck it's just to tell people you can come here you can come hang out in my pit I'm not going to question you if you need someone to just simply be in your presence because you're in a dark spot feel free like yeah come hang out you don't even have to say anything to me you don't have to tell me what's going on just I'm, I'm open. I'm usually, I'm an open book. Like I will tell you anything. And, you know, I, I had a lot of it last year where we did have people come and just kind of hang out, you know, Scott Tonelli, we grew like a really good bond through racing, through lift the visor. And that was my goal last year. At the end of the day, yes, I wanted to do well, but I just wanted to make, like, share that message that nobody's alone. It might feel like it, but at the end of the day, you're, you're not alone. Like, absolutely. And I am, none of us are alone. That's like, at the end of the day, I'm just, it's an open message for me. You know, I'm here for anybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care if I don't know you. I don't care if, you know, if we were friends at one point and now we're not. If you need me, I'm here. Like, that's just, I know what it's like to be left alone and to have your friends leave you. So, you know, I just want to change that narrative. There's such a negative stigma to it and, I just want to change it. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's the thing is I'm, I'm as soon, you know, there, there's you and I, we talked quite a bit before and you, cause you don't, you'd always message me like after an episode drops, like, Oh my God, I listened to it. I love it. So like, we kind of started talking a little bit, but like not a whole lot. And then of course, like once everything happened with Jory and you, you know, you started telling your story, I'm sitting here. I'm just like, Wow like that that's incredible like that you know someone like yourself because I, I you you did a instagram live with him one night and i sat there and i listened because i didn't have anything else going on so i was like ah oh, you know what? i'll tune in and to hear 
your story and to hear you and Jory just talk. It was, it, it was, it was like a relief for me to hear that because there's times where people do struggle with anxiety and depression and sometimes it's hard to get past that. It's because it's not always just self-harming. It, it's how your brain deals with stuff. Like I, it, and for you guys to, to sit there, break it down, talk about it, explain it and learn how you're going day to day. It, it just, it made a lot more sense to me. And mm-hmm. of course, talking more because you know what once once michael left the first round of the driver's seat and then we brought you in you got you opened up more we we started talking you know every other day or so or every day at one point for dealing with the show and it was just the stuff we would talk about that helped me realize like oh like it's not it's you helped me it did help me realize a lot more as well so that that's trying to think of the wording here to go but so Mm -hmm. from you guys starting off between you and jory starting off and helping break that conversation it grew to something and and you know you it it was infectious you got you know i i i believed in jory's message and and from the first video i saw on tiktok i you know there's so many times i believed in it and to see him come out here and do it and help people share their stories and it's it's remarkable and i'm so glad to see how people come up to you is like you're the reason why i'm still in this that's awesome to hear because you the thing i always say is that you want you always got to treat yourself the way you want five-year-old you to see yourself Mm -hmm. if you if five-year-old you would be upset with you with the way you treat other you know if you walked up to your five-year-old self and you treated him a way that you didn't like change your change your way because a five-year-old you wouldn't like it no one's that's the thing if if someone's rude to you at five years old they're not gonna they're not gonna be nice to you for the rest of their life Mm -hmm. and i saw something about that not long ago i can't remember how it was worded but it basically said something along the lines of can you imagine come the end of your life you walk into a a dark room and there's all of your toys from your childhood and there's five-year-old you in the corner and they say to you was it worth it and that changed a lot of my perspectives on everything and I mean I do it in my daily life now I try to change the way I react to things because I can admit I react to things very bad like the amount of times last year that I got upset about something that happened on the track and I got out of the car And I started going off and yes, I would say something stupid like, Oh my God, I can't stand that. I'm going to wreck that car. I didn't mean it. I was angry and I shouldn't have ever said it because it ultimately it led me to some really bad situations. And I mean, when I saw that, I thought about it and I'm like, no, if I would have told five-year-old me that I said that she would have been so mad. Yeah. And it it doesn't make me feel any better. It and I mean, same with on the road. You know, I'm driving, there's a car in front of me, they're going slow, I have somewhere to be, and I'm getting angry because I can't get around them. And I go around them and I see an old man or an old woman in there. And I try to think to myself, 
why am I getting mad? That could be my grandma. That could be my grandpa. Like, absolutely. You know, it's just, I try to think about things from everybody else's perspective now and it's changed a lot. Yeah. And yeah. All right, Megan, thanks for taking the time and, uh, to talk about, uh, mental health what it meant to you and and hopefully a lot more people come forward and we talk about it more and we embrace it and and you know it's no longer a stigma it's something that we we talk about a lot more uh next week mm-hmm. we're going to wrap it up with part three i know you guys are already annoying enough hearing my voice for a long period of time uh but next week we're going to share uh what mental health means to me and I think next week up until that point, I'm going to let you girls run it. So that way when I, when I go to talk, then it's not sound so <laughs> condescending or like I'm running the show and you guys are just like there. <laughs> Got to put you guys to work too. I can't like you guys had the, the driver's seat. You guys ran that show. I just sat there. So like now I got to I'm like, I got, we're still trying to mer- figure out how to merge the two shows together. So we'll, we'll okay. get there. We're going to get there. I, I gotta learn to, huh? I said I think we're doing all right. So I think we're doing fantastic. I just gotta learn to sh- shut the hell up and sit back sometimes. <laughs> but uh, so this week in the Jomo Meteor Rundown on Friday, May thirteenth, on Friday the thirteenth, down at Delaware Speedway, we had Joe Lawrence finishing P four in the Pure Stocks, Jaden Smith P five, the BT Racing Car number four finished. <laughs> what? He said Jaden Smith. Oh, Jaden Chapman. I don't know. What the hell? <laughs> All right. We're going to run this back. <laughs> the Pierce Sox. Pierce Sox of Delaware. Joe Lawrence in the number 78 finished P4. Jaden Chapman finished P5 in the number 50 car. The BT racing car of number four finished P17. Uh, Chris Lawrence finished P35. Wade Thorne finished 36. And that was remarkable. We're going to bring up that in just a second here. And Cassie Howard finished 39th. That was a hard hit from Wade Thorne coming out of four because that is you're on the loud pedal. Any when anything goes, you're you're not top speed, but you don't realize until you actually hit the wall. But that was such a hard hit. And then (laughs) it was it's I'm not laughing at it, but it was such a slow roll. It was. It was almost as if the car was just like, and I'm done completely. Like uh, what's uh what's the movie zootopia which is like i'm dying and she takes like forever to die that's exactly <laughs> what i picture that being in a race car Literally. like he hit the wall hard mm-hmm. he's going straight and the next you know you see the right front just climb up and then just slowly tip over you know the best part about that is wade did walk away from it he is fine he's a little sore but Unfortunately, they got a lot of work to do to that 16 car of uh, of Alex Stewart's Wade Wade borrowed it because on, on the weekend, Nicole Stewart got married. So she's no longer Nicole Stewart. She's Nicole Givens. So congratulations to Phil and Nicole on their marriage. Hopefully you guys have a long lasting marriage. Um, but Alex was up there, obviously, for the wedding with it being his sister. I think his sister would kill him if, if he wasn't <laughs> yeah. there. Um, because I had that talk when my friend got married. <laughs> it's like you better not go racing when that when I'm getting married. I'm like, yes, ma'am. I, I'm booking that day off. I'm not. I'm not going to the yeah, track, no, ma'am. Well, 
I went to the track the next day. But <laughs> it was an invitational. We had to go. We should have gone. Like mm-hmm. it's. But anyways, in the Super Stocks, David Rockwood finished P14. On Saturday, May 14th at Flamborough, the Pure Socks, we had another pair of top fives with Cameron Thompson and the Pure Socks finishing third and fifth. So congratulations, Cameron, on your first top five and a top three podium finish. Congratulations. Mini Stocks, we had Caitlin Walls unfortunately finishing uh, P8 and DNFing. Uh, on the Ontario Pro Challenge, Jay Pepin, who normally runs the 43 CVM, got into an Ontario Pro Challenge ride for the night, and he finished P6 both times. So, man, great job for him. And the Super Stocks, Brandon Feeney came down from uh, Peterborough Way and, and scored himself a couple pair of uh, six-play finishes as well. Uh, sunset in the Mini Stocks, we had Madison Team Camp coming home with another 15th-place finish of the season. Uh, that team is just, you know, they're starting a little bit further back in the field and working their way up, so great job, Madison. Keep up the good work. And in the super stock, uh, Dan Archibald finished, looks like P3, according to, to race monitor. But when I did race monitor earlier, I found out I was wrong on a lot of these. So hopefully these are correct. Um, if I'm wrong, just message me, let me know. Um, so yeah, they, uh, so let's slide over to our CVM update. Uh, this coming weekend, May 21st, the club is back in action after a two week hiatus. Uh, I'm excited to get back with the club, getting back to Flamborough Speedway. I'm, I'm, Hopefully we have more cars. I know John Carley's going to be out. I think his car is all ready to go. Um, pit gates open at four. Grandstands five. Racing gets underway at six. I don't remember who's all on the card for the day, but <laughs> I, I I think I should make sure I check when I do something like this. I need to take take a look back and make sure everything is. Uh, I have all who's running. I'm pretty sure that Pierce socks are probably running. Uh, mini socks are probably running. I think the super stocks and the prolates are off though, because I think they're both running sunset. Mm-hmm. I think so. Maybe I think it's time to go check uh Sobble, or not Sobble. Oh <laughs> boy. I so many times <laughs> I have to catch myself. See, and I and I just opened up freaking Sobble Speedway's Instagram page. <laughs> oh when tell me you have too many handles without telling me you have too many handles yeah, really. i got four of them oh my god oh is that what i think it is oh think? yeah looks like this weekend is a hundred lots for the ontario sportsman series hmm. oh Flam- so that's gonna be that flam bro let me i i oh i hit the wrong one Flambro, and we got to go find pictures. So, you know that sometimes I think I need to have all the uh, all the posts in. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like I need to have everything posted or like everything in my phone. I'm like, oh, I should probably do this, and I realize I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> I get my hopes up. Oh, we're just about there, and let's see what we got here. Can we open up, please? There we go. Yep, this Saturday is brought to you by Clots, and it's Ontario Sportsman Series, 100 lots for the late models uh, division. I'm excited to see those guys come back out. They've had such a resurgence. Um, that's a division I love to see because they're they're absolutely nuts. But they got 100 lots going on on Saturday night. And then, of course, you got the best division out there, the Canadian Vintage Modifieds. <laughs> we also have the Super Stocks, Mini Stocks, Pure Stocks, and Pro 4s. 
Oh, this is going to be a long night, too. We got spectator drags and intermission. Oh, yes. Get out there. Come, You got to get your butt out there for the for the week. So it's it's going to be an action-packed week of race, or a weekend of racing at Flamborough Speedway. So if you guys can't make it up to Sunset Speedway on Saturday night, make sure you guys come on down. Come on out to Flamborough Speedway. The Sportsman Division will put on an amazing show. The CVMs. If you love vintage-looking cars that still race competitively, that's a division you want to go see. Make sure you guys are also following them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I just had to put that out there. I don't, <laughs> don't know why. Felt like I needed to. But we got there's You know, that's such a great division. The Super Stocks, mm-hmm. Mini Stocks, Pure Socks, Pro 4s, they're all still going to put on a great show. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get to the track this week. I'm more excited now. I'm, my GoPros <laughs> are charging right now. It's going to be a great, it's going to be a great night. Are you going to, are you going to come out is the question. Come we'll hang out. I know. I, I really want to. I know I'm going Jacqueline's to. Jacqueline's coming. Uh, okay. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to Ashwig on Friday. On Friday. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't make it. We were, we were seriously considering it. Mm-hmm. And I think it was uh Thursday. Jacqueline goes, I can't go. I'm like, why? She's like, I worked that night. I'm like, all right. <gasps> but we're definitely going to find another night to go. Mm-hmm. A night that a, fr- a weekend we don't have the kids. Cause that's such a late night to take, to take your kids to. When, when it you're, is. When yeah. you're almost two hours away from there. It's. It hurts a little bit. It does. Absolutely. So I'm lucky I'm like 15 minutes away. So it's, See, like it's we not were, bad. We, we were thinking about camping, mm-hmm. finding a spot to camp or, or like finding a cheap motel for the night or something. And yeah. that way, like we're, we're covered, we set up, we're good. And then we just head over to Flamborough the next day and we're, you're saving gas because mm-hmm. you're not driving back all the way back to Brampton and then back to uh, Flamborough. So I don't know. There's still maybe a chance we might camp out at a track for this week, this, the summer and, Mm-hmm. yeah so come on if you're out come on out i might i'm i you know the way i sit there with race monitor on watch it when i'm not there i'm like i might as well just go <laughs> exactly all right no so, but, car yet no but it's hopefully soon right it's getting there it's getting there all right so what do you say we bring in chris now we got Absolutely. chris waiting for us all right all right, guys, joining us this week is driver number 34, Mini Saw, Chris Pendleberry. Chris, how are you, man? Pretty good, buddy. How's it going? Uh, you know, not too bad. How'd, uh, how, you know, you were at Flamber Speedway last night. How was it? Oh, uh, it was pretty good. Uh, we ended up finishing third in the first feature, and then we were running fourth. Uh, last lap, we uh, made contact with the 16 and got turned around. But, uh, you know, just come back out strong next week. Absolutely. You're running a full season at Flamber Speedway this year. After kind of, uh, you were going to run Varney last year and then you end up just outlawing it, sort of, so to speak, last year and just running different tracks. Uh, what, what was that like for you? Oh, it was fun, man. Uh, touring, like going to Sunset and stuff like that. Like that was, it was pretty, pretty good. Really enjoyed that track. A lot of good people made quite a few good friends up there as well. So it was really nice to do. That's actually funny. Megan and I were just talking about <laughs> Sunset Speedway just a few minutes ago saying that she should bring up her, uh, Pure stock, uh, maybe next year and, and go run an event up there. What do you, what, what would you have to say to her to, to make her make that decision to go up there? 
Honestly, like once you start going to different tracks all over Ontario, like it's probably one of the best things to do. Like Sean Taylor started doing it this year. I know Cole Quentin, he's doing it this year as well. Like no one's really set in stone on where they're running. They're just going out having fun. And if you're in it for fun, then go do it. Looks like a good track. I'd like to try it. Yeah, you just stay as high as long as you can and dip low. It's not like Flamborough. It's way different. Oh, it would take me a while to get used to. Well, who knows? Oh, yeah. If you're good at ripping the outside, that's a pretty good track too. Uh, hmm. if, if you can, if you can get a car like to work inside. on that outside, yeah, you're you're pretty set. But let's get back to uh, last year a little bit here. You know, you you ran around the track, around the around the province, and uh, not only did you run around the province crewing or uh, sorry, driving your your mini stock, you were also around crewing for uh tj edwards last year in his uh in his 34 oscar modified how was that changing it up a little bit and going to help out uh the modifieds oh man it was it's a whole different scene man it's pretty pretty wild you learn a lot of different things a lot of things i would have never even guessed on to be honest so yeah it was really nice it's uh it's kind of funny having you back on a little bit because we've chatted to a a few other guys who've come on from the first episode from the first season Last time we had you on was episode two of this show. Yeah. And, re- and we recorded that, what, no, I think it was November of 2020. Yeah. And, you know, it was, you're, it, it was a long time ago now. And last year, you know, you had Joe and Media on the side of your car because I ended up winning a freaking raffle for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who, who was put on the raffle again? I can't remember. Uh, was it Jeff Flem? Was Je- it was Jeff Flem? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he put. So he freaking puts. He's like, oh, John, you know, twenty bucks or whatever. It's you know, I'll help out. I'm like, all right. So I put. I put in there. Go for a raffle. Win the tires. <laughs> Immediately, Chris messaged me. He's like, he's like, dude, you won. I'm like, what did I win? <laughs> it was the <laughs> raffle. And at that point, I was on a really good streak of raffles. Yeah, it was good. Like I won that helmet from Grisdale's Racing Products. I just. Don't know why. Don't ask. Don't ask me why. I was like, they were putting up racing equipment. I was like, screw it. 20, 50 bucks or 60 bucks, whatever it was. Screw it. Oh, uh, th- th- I can't remember. I think I won with not number nine. They're like number nine takes the helmet. I'm like, what? And Chris goes, oh, Jeff, you know, I think I picked number 32 again, or I think I picked nine as well. End up winning the freaking tires. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And then that's, and then he had another raffle. And then Chris goes and puts his in, and he wins another set of tires. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> then no one wanted to buy tickets anymore for the raffle. <laughs> <laughs> and then me, I, I, I got offers for the tires. And I was like, no, they're already spoken for. Because, like, Chris already knew, like, I was, they were going to go for him if if uh, if he won. I just immediately – I just he's like, oh, what do you want for them? I was like, just give me back the money I put into it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was really good. It was a big help for the season, that's for sure. I mean, tires are pricey, right? So, I mean, you're still on one side of the car. I just had to put a new wrap on the other side, so that's the only reason it's not on there now. <laughs> yeah. But, no, man, that's, you know, last year. So, yeah, I was riding around with you guys last year, and, you know, uh, did, I believe if I remember correctly, I saw you that you got a, a feature win last year? Uh, or was it a heat win? It was a heat win. It was a heat win. Okay. That's what I thought. I couldn't remember. Yeah. But, anyways, just- oh, a win's a win. What did that feel like for you? Oh, it was pretty good. I mean, the car's quick. Uh, driver's getting old, so it's been. A, it was last year. It was a little hard, 
Uh, car didn't finish kind of where we wanted it. We got in quite a few wrecks. Uh, Varney was a lot different to run than run in Flamborough. So uh, by mid-season, we just said, well, we're just out to have fun. We'll go try some different tracks and stuff like that. And that makes the most sense. If you're not having fun at a certain place, if it's costing you an arm and a leg to keep returning, just start traveling, go have some fun. Yeah. Might as well, might as well put that money in your own gas tank and, and head off to another track and try it out. Yeah, exactly. You're going to start at the rear anyways. Might as well just uh, go out there, get some laps, gain some knowledge. And, you know, you're, you're, you're definitely quick in your mini stock. And, you know, you, you started off in pure stocks. And even then you were pretty, pretty quick. Never could get, never, I don't think you ever grabbed a checker flag there. No. Still, close. You were close. But then, <laughs> but you have Russ Aiken's old 71 mini stock and it's still quick as hell. And yeah, you know, I, then this year you're sharing a ride with uh, Eric Stewart. Correct. So that's gonna be uh that's gonna be interesting to see when does he, so when does he take over his driving duties on the car? This Saturday. This Saturday. Okay. This Saturday. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna take her out uh, Tuesday for practice. We just had got off the phone a little while ago. He's gonna pick her up Tuesday, and he's gonna do double duty on uh, Saturday, pure stock and the mini. Oh wow! So he's gonna have to get both cars down there, I guess, before. Um, yeah. uh, before he has to go out in the pure stock to essentially roll all the way. Hopefully he doesn't win because then I don't know what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to keep, uh, they'll, they'll send him to the rear then to start the feature for the mini stock. Yeah. I did kind of already talk to the track and ask if they could put a feature in between. So we'll see if that happens. So I really hope it does. I hope so too. Cause it, you know, it, when guys are driving double, double duty like that, it's, it's difficult to, cause you never know what's going to happen. You know, the, if they pull out a win, like, yeah, exactly. Like if you want the car counts on there, you got to kind of move some stuff around for certain people sometimes just to help out. Right. Absolutely. But uh, so anyways, how did the, how did the sharing of the ride happen for you and for you and Eric? Like what, what was the talks like there? Uh, basically it just kind of happened over the winter. Like we were just chatting and whatever. And I, he's part of LRR as well. Right. So yep. I just said, you know, like you did a really good job in your first year, uh, rookie season. So like, you want to try the mini out for a while while I'm off helping TJ in the mod and he was oh yeah for sure absolutely so we set all that up and uh he knows all the dates he's going to be running and yeah it's good nice that's gonna be pretty fun for him but yeah. uh what what is uh what are your plans for 2022 like you're you're racing with your mini stock part-time sharing the ride with Eric and then you're also going to go help TJ is there like what is is there anything else that's going on no, that's basically it. Just keep that car at Flamborough and uh, run it in for points. We're up there pretty good right now, and we're just going to try and stay there. Hey, nothing wrong with that. You always got to keep the car out there to keep it uh, competitive, right? Yeah. Uh, let's jump into our little fan question period here, which actually you, you're you the one who suggested this from the start. <laughs> yeah. Megan, this is Chris is actually the one who suggested, like, oh, why don't you do this? I'm like, oh, all right, sure. Okay. It's worked out pretty well for us. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I mean, have... it makes sense. It helps the show go a little bit longer, and you know, you get a, some fan questions and answers. Absolutely. And usually it's just drivers just busting other drivers' balls. And you know what? I live for it. It's because <laughs> thanks, sometimes... Corey McAllister, for that question. <laughs> if uh so i actually i'm I'm gonna add that one so megan's gonna take over for this one but anyways i'm gonna see it up here so what it is is every weekend 
uh, on Sundays around noon, we we put a, a post on our Facebook, Instagram. I neglect Twitter, so I'm sorry if no one sees anything on Twitter, but um, I try to get up stuff on, up, uploaded on Twitter, but sometimes I just forget about it. Um, but we do, but we post saying that who our guest is for the week. So this week it was Chris, and we ask you guys to send in your questions for our for our uh, guest for the week. So, Chris, we got a couple questions for you. Megan, you're going to tee them up here for them. All right. Uh, Nicole Quentin wants to know what would be another race car that you would like to drive in the future? Oh, I mean, I'd love to step inside a mod because I've done a lot of work on TJs and that's been quite fun, but really anything to be honest, like super stock, limited late model, anything. Just move up. Hmm. And I almost messed it up and said Alex. Eric Stewart says are you worried about me driving your car <laughs> the only thing i'm worried about is if he wins a race and i don't yet <laughs> that's it other than that no he's good he's clean he's a good driver and i'm not worried at all all right and then the third question which Corey McAllister asked on a uh when tj edwards shared the post earlier he goes will he announce retirement after the wedding a bunch of laughing emojis and then just kidding no no There'll be no retirement after the wedding at all. <laughs> all right, Chris, that was our fan question period. Megan, we want to thank you for uh, teeing, up, teeing up our guests this week with questions. Maybe this is going to be a segment for you going down the future. To I think that'll be a good one. Uh, but, of course, we want to thank all our fans and, uh, and everyone for submitting questions. And, uh, you know, thank you, Chris, for answering them. Yeah, no problem, buddy. So, uh I, I jumped over a couple of the topics we were going to talk about here. I don't know why, but how, so, so we're going to go back a little bit here with, uh, with your, with you and your, with you and TJ working together a lot, what, how has that helped you become a better driver? Um, just learning a lot of different aspects of the vehicle, like staggers and stuff like that. Like I've never really thought about anything like that. And then setting up the car is way different. Like, it's a lot different setting up a rear wheel, big car like his compared to mine, but, like, he has jumped in my car, ran it, changed a few things, set it up, and then I ask him what he did, and he just says, don't worry about it, go drive it, and it works amazing, right? So then he'll tell me. So, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of learning and really good. That's all right. Hey, you know what? That's the, that's the best part about it is, you know, sometimes it's best not to ask what, what's what's done to it, but as a driver, you definitely want to know what's what's happening to your car so that way you guys can make a better so you guys know for the future, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then uh the other one we wanted to go over here is uh who's gonna get the who's gonna get their first feature win? Because with you and Eric, you and Eric sharing a ride this year, which you guys are both top dogs. Eric just got himself a feature in the pure stock division, uh the, or uh what last weekend there. So yeah. You know, who, who's going to get their first feature win in a mini stock, in, in the mini stock, you or him? Man, in all honesty, I don't know if anybody can catch that two car right now. I feel like we're all going out there fighting for second. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, second place is like a win for right now. So, you know, we're going to change a few things after the wedding once we can put some more money into the, uh, into the race car that we want to. And, uh, yeah, we're basically uh, either one doesn't matter as long as that uh, Chevy Cobalt's in victory lane doesn't bother me. If he wants to put her in there, do it a whole bunch of times. 
You know, that's the thing with double features, you have double the opportunity um, to get out there and, and score yourself a victory. But one thing I want to talk about here is, is the one thing I've noticed this year is we're, is we're down in, down in car counts severely in the mini stocks, essentially across the boards we're we're down. Why do you think we're, we're low on the car counts right now? I don't think a lot of cars are ready. They're waiting on a lot of parts. Uh, there's a big part shortage right now from like anything. Yeah. Uh, last, last night was actually pretty good. Uh, we had about 14 cars. A few did show up and basically. Offloaded know, then loaded up on the trailer. Loaded, loaded right back up. Cause some yeah. was whatever, like guys go over their cars as much as they can until it comes time to actually get on the track and then they find something different. Right. So Hopefully by mid-season we get cars out there like Matt Young came out there and uh, he yep. showed up to his boss. He he ran a really good race, so it yep. was really nice to see him up front. Yeah, we uh, you know Michael Kenny was there and he was one of those guys who offloaded and loaded back up. Unfortunately, he had a timing chain issue. He told me uh, uh, on his car today. So yeah, I, I swear if that guy didn't have bad luck, he'd have no luck at all. Yeah, that's crappy couple I, of years that guy for sure. Yeah, he's hopefully. Uh, Hopefully they get they get themselves turned around here and right their ship again and and get back out there and be competitive like they have been in the past. That's right. Uh so yeah, actually when so you're getting married. When's the when's the wedding? Uh June eighteenth. June eighteenth. Wow, we're just uh just about a month away there, eh? Yep, that's right. Well, congratulate if I don't talk, I'm sure I'll talk to you before then, but congrats pre congratulations for you guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate I know, that. I know you guys just picked up the uh, wedding certificate on Friday. Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> so that's uh that's that's pretty scary picking it up on Friday the 13th. That's pretty ballsy in my opinion. Yeah, that's right. That's right. At one o'clock when it was 1300 hours, you know, and everything was 13. Oh, Jesus. Maybe it's good luck. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Hey, if yeah. it if it's good luck, then you gotta change your number to 13 as well. Uh yeah. That's the only way to make that work. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, Chris. Well, I know you got to head off and run out to work here in just a little bit. Yep. So I want to, I'll send you off here and uh, to go relax for the next little bit before you head off to work. But we want to thank you for jumping on with us this week. And it was great catching up with you again and seeing how, uh, what your plans are for 2022. And hopefully I'll see, hopefully I'll see you this, well, maybe, maybe not this weekend, but hopefully I'll catch you at the track again soon. Absolutely, buddy. Thank you very much for having me on. No problem. Any, anytime. Is there anyone you want to thank for, uh, or for to help you out through the year? Oh man, I gotta thank Can Do Homes, Industrial Water Blast, Just Foment, um, yourself for the tires, Natasha Peterson, uh, Paulie's Racing at Paul Huskins. He's been a big help for sure. London Recreational, Mike Schmidt. He does way too much for the racing community. TJ, I mean, he's there anytime I need him. Doesn't matter when it is, he's always there and stuff like that. So, yeah. All right, man. Well, I'll let you sign off for the night and. Again, man, thanks for coming on with us, and uh, we'll chat. We'll talk to you later. Hey, buddy, thank you very much. All right, bye now. How we go? All right, guys. So, of course, we want to thank Chris for jumping on with this with us this week. Uh, hopefully, he has a good night at work, and hopefully, he enjoys himself at Sunset Speedway this weekend, helping out with TJ Edwards with his uh, number thirty-four modified. And we got to say, big uh, good luck to Eric Stewart this weekend as he's going to be taking out uh, Chris's number thirty-four Benny Stock. So that's going to be. He's pulling double duty. That's going to be, you know, that's going to be crazy for him. Maybe I'll have to do what, like, didn't Jordan Morris before have to, like, park his 
mini on the infield and you know go park the pier stock on the infield and jump out get into the mini stock the things we do for racing literally that's dedication <laughs> that is dedication half the time i'm just like if i knew someone's running double duties i'm like all right let's see how long it takes for them to get out of one car and then come all the way down for the next one because depending on where you park it's easier mm-hmm. you know if you're if you're just off a of turn two and you don't have to go to tech yeah, you you pull your car in, jump in the other one, and it's already running, and you just drive off, right? And you just stra- you start strapping yourself in on your way down. But if you're all the way down to like where we are, you can't double duty. Yeah, that that's next to impossible. But on the, it's, well, actually, it, it no, it, it's possible because unless you have to go through tech, that's the downfall. If you have to go through tech, mm-hmm. that's what's going to delay a show is if you end up having to go through tech. Um. But hopefully they, you know, they had, hopefully they had both have a great 2022 season. And, you know, with Eric Stewart already getting a, a, a win in the, in the pure stocks th- this week or last week, sorry, not this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, we had two females win the pure stocks at Flamborough. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, can, good luck to them. But uh, we're going to slide over to our Jumbo Media Apparel. If you guys stuck around this long, thank you. First of all, thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys for sticking around with us. But the one cool thing we got, and I'm so happy to show this off right now, because on top of hats, T-shirts, we are going to have some new things coming out here over the course. We're going to start stockpiling. So if you guys got something you guys want to think about, let us know. Uh, we're going to be continuing having T-shirts, hoodies, but and we're gonna. I'm gonna. I gotta figure out how we can get more hats made up because I I love my hats and I I'm not a big fan of the flex fit. I want more of the uh, uh, the snapbacks. That's kind of, kind of my kind of feel right now. Um, mm-hmm. but some new things we got co- going on. I'm so happy to show this because this is this has been something that's been waiting for me for a while, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad. And I just picked it up tonight. When I'm re- like when we're recording this, it's Sunday night. I just picked this up. Nearly. At this point is about three and a half hours ago. Huh. So anyone on anyone on YouTube, enjoy the view. This is our first official look at the Jomo Media True North Racing Podcast Tumblr. We are gonna have these in stock soon. So get your orders in. I gotta figure out. We're gonna I gotta talk to my friend about everything. But these these tumblers are awesome. I love them. They're convenient, you know. The, they're great for hiding your alcohol anywhere you want. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You shouldn't be drinking anywhere you want to. I swear, guys, it's just water. Just, just to stay hydrated. But I'm looking to also get uh, keychains and lanyards made up as well. So I already know. I think Megan already wants one of the tumblers because they're absolutely amazing. They look great. So I already know she's going to, she wants an order of one. I know Keelan wants one. You know, I feel like I'm going to have to stockpile these because these, these might go the best. I feel like. Mm-hmm. I'm doing yeah. good. Oh, they're, I mean, when you look at them, they're, they're, they're majestic almost. Literally. I'm, they, they need its own stand. Like I need to have like a stand that sits right here. I like the lights shining. Like, oh, yeah. Well, like oh. I got, like, like that. Like, <laughs> But this is something that my friend's been working on for a while. I told her uh, she she does this stuff. And I said, I'm like, hey, if you ever need to try something, 
yeah, she she created the True North Racing podcast logo. She created the Joma Media logo. You know, I I'm so proud of her. She's she's been a she's been a dear friend of mine for a long time. Uh, she started a business called Tailored to You. So if you guys want to look at stuff like that, she's on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, it, it she she does awesome work. I love it. She's uh she's been a dear friend of mine. She does markets. And if uh, any, so actually this is going to be a plug for her. If any of my friends want to get or want to any of the drivers who are out there who want to go out and sell some merchandise next week at the, I think it's the Bloom and Erin. It is a outdoor market. It's a 10 by 10 spot. And you can take, take your, uh, take your merchandise out there and go and sell some stuff. It's up in Erin next week. It's free. Uh, Usually I think it's like 60 bucks an event or something like that, I think, but it's, it's low cost. But if you're into the markets, it's a great one. It's, it's just starting out, but I feel like it's going to be, it's going to be big coming forward. They are every Sunday from 10 AM to 3 PM at the bloom and Erin off just off of one highway, 124. Um, she, she does a lot of my stuff uh, that I'm starting to get into starting to get more of. And like the blue Jays, tumblr i have she's done that one uh she's she's done a few others as well so she's she's she does a great work she her craftsmanship is second to none and next year we're we're going to go full in on the merch that we're going to have t-shirts hats hoodie or not the hats we're going to have t-shirts and hoodies being provided to her from her and we're going to make sure we stockpile them so that way if uh you know maybe i'll have to ship some off to megan to uh to take to the track with us and sell them as well next year but that's the that's the plan going forward. So if you guys can think of anything else you we're looking for, it's uh yeah, we, we got some you know, we got some great things coming on this year. If you guys want your merch, we, we're still we're still through Epic Racewear. Uh head over to their website. You guys can pick up uh hats, hoodies, t-shirts, uh long sleeves, uh what else can we get there? Tank tops, tank tops. But yeah, we got we still have a we still have a store there that still does uh our stuff. Um, for right now, but until until we get a full thing set up with uh, my friend, then you know that'll be that'll be for 2023. So stay tuned to that, guys. But for right now, that's uh, we're we're gonna get we're gonna have a full design next year. You know, I don't know how we're gonna do it, but we're gonna probably have like black t-shirts and white t-shirts and have a, nice, a sick design, hopefully. But yeah, I think it's gonna be a great thing for us. And but yeah, if you want a tumbler, let me know, and uh, I'll put an order in and. We'll, we'll get some, uh, we'll get some order. We'll get, and we'll get them sent out to you and hopefully you guys enjoy them. I'm sorry for the long rant. I didn't mean to, <laughs> uh, but I love talking good. about, I'd love talking about the stuff that, that, that our fans can get. Cause I, I know you love rocking your stuff too. So do I ever, <laughs> I freaking love it. <laughs> I was gonna say you got you won a Joe Media T-shirt in a contest we did uh, beginning of last year, but yeah, twenty twenty one. So and it's kind of funny because now that you're part of Joe Media as a driver and as and as a co-host, mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh sweet, that picture you took. I'm like, I can just use it, <laughs> right? Like it's perfect. It, it's perfect. <laughs> you know, I got it, a sweater, but my sister stole it. Did she really? <laughs> Oh, you need to tell her to give it back because that's <laughs> like go order your own. Exactly, go order your own. <laughs> and if you guys want to go order alone, go to wow, go and order your own. 
click the link in our bio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The links are there. You guys, it's simple and easy. It'll take you right to the site. You go ahead and order yourself a t-shirt, hat, hoodie. Um, but if you guys are looking to do the tumblers, lanyards, or anything else we got going on down the road, send me a message privately. Send it to us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, and we'll get some. We'll, we'll put an order in, and uh, hopefully next year, like I said, we're going to stockpile for next year. So if we go to an event, we can start selling t-shirts. If you know, Megan, you start traveling around, I'll give you a few sizes, mm-hmm. hang them up at the back of your trailer or something, and start selling some stuff. Definitely. I'm down for that. Uh, so this weekend, we, are, we, already, we already brought it up just a little bit earlier. Because obviously I'm with the CVM, so I'll be up at Flamborough. But where can they find you this weekend, Megan? I will definitely be at Oshwegan Speedway on Friday night. And I think I'm coming to Flamborough on Saturday. It's been like two weeks. That's a long time for me. So I know, right? Like it's it's oh, weird. There. It's weird having the weeks off like they do. Mm-hmm. But like they're night they're nice and refreshing because like I can go out and go do something. I can go, you know, last week I was up at up at Savile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was no one there, but still, it was cool. Yeah, I mean, it, from what your videos, you know. Sorry. From what- I said from what I saw from your videos, it was really cool. So, oh, there's there's a video I have to put together. I still have to mash up together. Mm-hmm. Okay, so last week with us being up at Sobble, Jacqueline wanted to stay around and check out the sunset. Not a big deal. I love it. <laughs> I decided I decided to be a smart ass, and I or not smart ass. What I decided to do, I decided to get some footage. So what I did do is I put the GoPro right on the edge of the water. And throughout the entire time, I it, bless bless her heart. I freaking love her. I know exactly where this is going. Oh, I, okay, okay. So, where do you think it's going? Before I is it is it the one where she's getting into the shot? She walks into the shot. It, it's I don't remember how long. It's a minute, a minute, almost two minute video, and all you see is her like pop up, walk around walk out to the water walk back and i'm like this is why you have adhd like this is when your girlfriend has adhd and she doesn't understand what staying out of the shot means because it was just like because it's the gopro so like it 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 grabs a wide angle Mm -hmm. i wasn't just focusing on the sunset i was focusing on the entirety of you know of of the of the of the planes essentially Mm -hmm. of of the edge of of the edge of the earth as the sun went down and here she's just walk in, walk out, walk in, walk out. I'm like, then she walks across it. <laughs> like, I want to see it and like sped up. Like Jacqueline's like, Dum. so I, that's the thing is I can do three minute videos on TikTok, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, do I just cut chop and chop and cut and leave like 10 seconds intervals between them? Or do I just absolutely just send the minute and 50 minute video? And just send it out there and see what happens. I do hold. Like, <laughs> like I love her to death. I, I I absolutely do. Like anyone who knows me, I love my girlfriend. She she's she's the love of my life. She she's the life of the party. Literally, sometimes, <laughs> as we can remember from Niagara Falls last year. <laughs> her and Kaylin just were the life of the party too. Like you guys were like. 
the bomb. We all started <laughs> off slow. And then, like, what really got it going for me was I pounded that drink before she barely left the table. She didn't even leave. <laughs> so, so, so to tee it up, last year, Megan, Caitlin, and I did a driver's seat kind of meetup. And we, we all, us and our significant others, we all went to the falls for a night and we went to, we met up at Boston pizza down there up on the hill. And, uh, you guys had already been there. We had, we ended up in traffic. So we were a little bit behind. We were actually going to go across the street and we were going to go to, um, Annika pizza, Mm -hmm. but we stayed at Boston pizza. We got some appies and I ordered myself a drink. Jacqueline ordered herself ordered herself a fishbowl. And the lady comes back with a fishbowl and the beer and she puts the beer down. I immediately pick it up and I like one shot it like it was down and absolutely nothing. I set it down. And then next thing you know, everyone's like, where the hell did that go? And I'm like in my tummy. And like, I thought you were joking. I, I thought you, you I don't thought know I just what dumped, it yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I I downed it within like two, maybe like five seconds total. No one was looking. I just it was gone. That was the best part is I think we we're all looking. So I can't remember who we were like, who was talking, but I, I was like, I need a drink. I just, <laughs> it's a long drive. Oh, it was a long <laughs> drive. That's for sure. A lot of traffic, but anyways, I had a couple drinks. Uh, I think maybe, I think, I think I maxed out like three. And I think you, who, who all, you guys had fish bowls and you guys were already working on one. Jacqueline gets there and she downs hers. <laughs> She's already on her second before you guys finish her first. I couldn't keep up. <laughs> I think Kaylin tied. I think Kaylin got two as well. I think so. And then we all ran down and then we, we decided to go down by the falls. And I don't know if it, they were tipsy. I don't know if they were drunk. But the next thing I know, I had Jack and I were walking down holding hands. And next thing you know, she was out of my hands. <laughs> and then she was like running down the hill. And I'm like, if she falls, she falls. <laughs> But you know they, it was such, and then of course lying in the grass, at one point they just falling asleep. <laughs> I was so tired. <laughs> oh, it was it was such a long day for us. We all didn't leave till like, I think you guys left around like ten eleven. I want to say. Was that when there was a race the next day? Yeah, we all went back I, to Flamborough the next day I too. Say, I swear, Kate and Dale had to race the next day. I didn't because yeah. I think Pierce thought no Chase was racing the next day. Yeah, so Chase I was-, was racing. But yeah, we all had to. I, Jack and I stayed around for like another. Yeah, because we stayed around to like almost midnight, mm-hmm. and then we headed home. Oh, back when the good old days when gas was cheap. Remember that? Not the oh, not the two dollars it is now, but. Side note: It cost me eighty-eight dollars to fill up my truck oh. from half from halfway on the res with my status card. So like that was killer. Oh my goodness! I just in what? case. We're- that rant <laughs> no i'm not gonna get on that one because no, like I'm, I'm just under half right now and i'm like oh it's gonna cost me like i'm gonna hit, put in 50 bucks tomorrow and i know it's just not gonna hit full i'm like fuck. like why it sucks gas prices absolutely suck right now but uh you know i love how we just went on this random rant <laughs> and we're supposed to be, like finishing out the store so thank you guys if you guys stuck around for our whole rant there and our trip going down memory lane. Thank you. But I think you we're going to have the best. <laughs> you were absolutely the best. You guys are the star of the show, not us. But, uh, you know, I think we need to do a Jomo Media 
you know, true North racing podcast. We, we need to go out for a weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like, you know, maybe in the off season, let's book something for like maybe end of October. Let's go away for a weekend. You know, all of us and our significant others. And uh, let's go have some fun. Let's go have some fun. And that way we don't have to worry about leaving mm-hmm. and going to a race the next day, but we can, yeah. we sure. can enjoy ourselves. And <laughs> I, I, I think that would be a great weekend just to see what kind of crap we could get into. Oh, we could get into a lot. Oh, I feel like that for <laughs> sure. You know, we, we had our, we had a good time at Burger Barn a couple months ago. We need to, we need to do some of that again. That, that mm-hmm. was always fun, but uh, yeah. You know, we, I, that's what we need to do. We need to, we need to have our own and document it. I'm, I'm bringing the GoPros, yeah. my chargers. We got to do that go-kart track in Kitchener and we yes. got to bring a whole group. So like I'm down for anyone. If anyone is still listening and they want to come go-karting, yep. let speed, us know because speed like, quests out in Kitchener, Waterloo, <laughs> we're coming for you. <laughs> we're coming for you. I'm coming. My big ass. So hopefully you guys got carts that can fit me. Actually, do you remember that when we were at when we were talking to Alex, Alex Tagliani? I was like, "Man, I hope your carts can fit me." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, they're fully adjustable." I'm like, "Oh, perfect. I'm coming." Like, <laughs> give me a cart that fits me, and it's game over. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna we're we gotta book a time to go to Speed Quest. Anyone who's listening, when we figure it out, we're gonna put it on our on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter we're going to ask you guys to RSVP so we can figure out how big of a group we got going with us and uh, let's go run some racing. I'll bring, I'll bring my CVM checkered flag and we'll wave it around if they don't have their own flags. And uh, you got to bring your actual race helmet. It makes it more authentic. I'm I'm going to, I'll I'll bring it. I got to figure out, I got to figure out, I got to do something with that helmet because I want to get like wrapped and I want to get like Joe media, true North racing podcast logo on it. Kind of like, not like the cup, but like a sick design on it. That's, that's what mm-hmm. I really want on it. Get the race clips up off there and just get. I, I think that'd be cool. What'd you say? Sorry, race clip. You're <laughs> Sorry, out. Sorry, race clip. You're out. True North, Jomo Media and True North Racing Podcast is in. Actually, I, I want to get a new visor too. I want the, the dark grave light, the dark gray visor. I need that. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, don't see nothing. I'm like, oh, you guys yeah. are in trouble now. <laughs> i love how we just keep talking and ranting anyway <laughs> thank you guys for listening checking out the true north racing podcast uh if you guys stuck around this long thank you so much um you can find us on anchor apple google spotify and now youtube absolutely and don't forget to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter for all the latest updates on jomo media drivers and where you can find our trio of hosts at a racetrack near you for john morrison i'm megan mitchell you're listening to the true north racing podcast we'll see us oh. <laughs>